All right, hello everybody and welcome back to the TNT Podcast. I'm your host, Tim. And I'm Ted. And this week we are going to be talking about Donald Trump's uh, speech at the conclusion of the Republican National Convention where he accepted the nomination for president. Um, just want to note, this one for the very first time we have video. Yeah. Wait, hi. hi. What's going on? <laughs> so this will be... F- from the release of this episode, it might be another week before you see it on our YouTube channel. So make sure you check that out, TNT Podcast, over on the YouTube. Um, but anyway, back to the topic, of course, which is Mr. President Donald Trump. Um, so I was at work at the time, so but you actually watched it live. What was your, after watching it, your first, I guess... Uh, what you thought of it at first. You know, it was, a uh, it was interesting, you know, a lot of the stuff he was pointing out, a lot of it was towards Joe Biden and he said his name a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of times. Um, I know, I think I won that bet that we had in the pod because you were, I think you said, uh, like 10 times, something like that. He was going to mention his name. Right, we have to go back and have to go back count, and, but it's, it's definitely yeah. more than 10 times. Yeah. And, yeah, it was it was interesting, you know. It went over all the stuff about you know, COVID and what his plans are going to be set out for the next four years and stuff like that. Um, yeah, which which a lot of it, you know, I think we can agree on that. That he had some good ideas, you know. Sorry, if I'm looking this way, I have some notes. Um, the beginning of his speech was he was speaking a lot about you know the prosperity of the country. Mm-hmm gaining the jobs back that we lost because of the virus. And of course, everybody can agree on that. It's how, how is he going to do it when like that, that's same thing like we said for Biden is, you know, there might be some good ideas. It all comes down to if you follow through and just how we get there. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. No matter, no matter what candidate it is, what they're talking about it all comes down to how they're going to and if they're truly going to. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, they could say it, but it's all about doing it. It's just executing the promises they make. Yep. You can say the same thing about either candidate. Yeah. You have anything else? <laughs> um, yeah, with the COVID situation, you know, it's just trying to get everything resolved with that and trying to... Make sure, you know, trying to beat this virus and everything in between. Yeah, he talked a lot about the virus around, like, the middle of his speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kept calling it the China virus, of course. Yep, yes, yes, he did. He said that a couple times. But uh, one thing I'll note, which is the first thing that I noticed, was it looks like there's no pandemic. He had... Yes, that's the first thing I saw when the speech began with uh, Ivanka. When I saw Ivanka walk out and barely anybody had masks on. And they were there was like no social distancing. It was just all like very... It was a big crowd. Tight-knit crowd that... Yep. A couple of... I think it was a couple of thousand people. It was like a that. lot of people. Yeah. It was a... Right on the uh, lawn of the White House. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think we've ever seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> a campaign event at... Our house, basically. Yeah. It's known as the people's house, of course. That's a first. I don't think I've seen anything like that either. Uh, So, yeah, that was one of the things that that jumped out to me 
It was like, okay, there was like maybe like three people I saw on TV. I would say I, I started, I counted a little bit. I counted five, but obviously they're not focusing on the audience. No, so no. I'm sure there was more. Yeah. But I'd say 90% of people weren't wearing masks. I was kind of quite surprised by that because of how tight knit everybody was. So I'm, I'm assuming like, I would have expected like maybe like half of them wearing masks, because, like, you know, sometimes it's always, like, 50-50 type thing, but, I don't know, I was just very surprised by how they just, like, barely any of them had masks on to begin with. I wasn't really surprised, honestly. Especially him and his family, I didn't, I didn't think they were going to. I didn't know they were going to have this big crowd at the White House, though, that I didn't know. Neither did I. But, another thing he talked about with the virus is he says there will be a vaccine by the end of the year or sooner. Hmm. Yeah. You never know. It's a, the timing. It, the timing is very interesting as we talked about that previously. It's the timing of this is very interesting as it is comes around election time. You know, will it come out? The earliest I heard, I think was October, but I don't know. You know, the thing is, you just never know with stuff like this because it's so unpredictable. But the earliest I heard was October, possibly November. But if any case, it would come out early 2021. Yeah. Which it all comes down to because there's so many different companies making them is if they, you know, go through their trials and if they get the okay from the FDA and then it's making 300 million plus doses. Yeah. Now, the question that I have for whoever's going to be in office is, are you going to mandate mandate it for everybody? Like force everybody to mm-hmm. get it? Because the thing is is a lot a lot of people our age aren't really for it cuz you know, we have, you know, most of us that are our age have good immune systems. So it's like for us it's like, well, we're young, our immune systems run really good, so what, like, would it be good for us? I don't know. But for someone that's older and has medical problems, yeah. But it's just for us that are our age, I don't know. Well, it's not only so we don't get sick, it's just so it doesn't spread as well. Uh, that's, that, that's another big point of it. That's true. But, anyway, back. To the topic. <laughs> well, yeah but, yeah, but it still relates to it. Cause just so, like, you know, is that, that going to be another thing that both him and Biden are going to do? You know, that's a big thing. You know, are they going to mandate it? Are they not? Is it going to be state mandated? Or what is it going to be on a state level where they have to do it? You know? It just all depends on what they decide to do. Yeah. But, um... You know, he kept pitching in America first agenda, mm-hmm. which that's another thing I think we can all agree about is if we're having someone lead our country, they, we want someone, you know, that's going to be for us, not, you know, focusing on other countries or relying on, or relying other on other countries. Yeah. I know. I think he was saying something about how he didn't want like China to like, you know, be so heavily relied on and like have them be, you know, the focus of it. Yeah, he, he, he went back and forth with. Trump and, uh, not Trump, he's Trump, 
Biden and uh, China, saying that if Biden becomes president, he's going to, like, kneel down to China. And he, he literally said, I have it here, where I put, China will own our country if Biden gets elected. That's not me. Quote, direct quote. It's a hot take. That's what he said. Mm. He called it the most important election in the history of our country. I can agree with that. It's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that, too. He also called, he says, Democrats will tear down this country and called Biden, in quote, destroyer of jobs and American greatness. <laughs> it's a very hot take. Uh, it's, it's very t- to the point. Um, so, you know, who knows? I mean, you just never know what he's going to do. Either of them. I mean... But I definitely agree that it is a very... This is probably one of the biggest elections we've had in a very, very long time. Because... And we thought 2016 was big. <laughs> little did we know... Little did we know four years Hey, later, there's a pandemic coming. Like... Yeah. Also, too, it's just... It's where the direction goes. You know, it's a, that's how big it is because you might go one direction or the other. You just don't know where it's the, the, the path is, you can't see it right now, but we will see it once whoever's elected. But who knows? I mean, it, a lot of people are going to be voting this year because they've been really, a lot of these sports both, leagues. Both and, sides have been vocal. Yeah, they, they've been preaching on voting. So like, you know, it's going to be one of those years. It's just, everyone's just going to vote. Hopefully, and it wasn't always like that. It's, it wasn't always. That's like, what that's like. We were trying to preach is no matter which side you're on, make your voice heard. Yeah, I mean, vote. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, you gotta. You're in your vote counts. Space, you know. That's the thing. You you gotta let your voice be heard. Can't be quiet. You can only be quiet for for so long. You know. So you know it. You just gotta raise your voice up and. Let your thoughts be heard, you know? Agreed. But he did, he also kept going over his achievements while in office. Um, one thing was uh, he, the United States recognized Israel's true capital, which is um, Jerusalem, and that they made a new embassy instead of just building... One, they use an existing building. He said it cost around 500000 which that part was one of the things. I don't know if that was true, because I remember hearing something that it was millions. <laughs> mm. But So that one, I'm not 100% sure, but... And launched the Space Force, uh, killed the ISIS leader, but um, he also called back to COVID. You know, he thanked the nurses and first responders... Um, also said we have the most advanced testing system in the world and most tests in the world, as well as the lowest case fatality rate, which I'm like, yeah, the only reason we've, we have so many tests is because we've had so many cases. We have like what, over 5 million now? Something like I got that. a notification before it's over six. Wow. Okay. Over 6 million total cases. Okay. Dang. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, wow, that's a that's a hefty number. Six million—that's a lot. That's leading, no matter what, America is always number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh man, 
But yeah, he also said we gained 9 million jobs uh, over the last three months. <laughs> I wouldn't put it as gained. I would just say recovered. Like yeah, recovered, recovered maybe. Yeah. Because, you know. Because we lost, what was it, like 20-something million jobs? Maybe more than that, dude. It was, like, so many, so many people were out of, out of work. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, I think the highest the unemployment was, I think, was like 12%. It was, it was something in the double digits. It was ridiculous. Because, you know, so many people worked at these places. You know, think about it. Look how many people work in malls, work at gyms, work at at non-essential retail. And obviously, obviously, of course, you got your, you know, essentials and stuff like that. That's me. Yep. (laughs) And, you know, it's just, you know, working in those crowded areas, you know, it was, it's so hard to even get your job back because of the whole social distancing measures and everything like that, you know, which brings us to the point that like, obviously, you know, in New Jersey, sorry, a little off topic here that New Jersey's, you know, finally opening indoor dining as well as gyms. 25% capacity Mm -hmm. though. But yeah, still, it's, it's a start. It's a start. Yeah, Jim actually opens tomorrow. Are you excited? Oh, I'm very. I already booked it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, just been trying to stay in shape by just running, you know, all throughout that time. So it's just any way to really just keep in shape during this time was tough, but just got to have the motivation, which was very lacking because obviously when, when you're home all the time, it's just like, uh, do I really want to do this? You know, something like that. But anyway, back to your notes i mean that that was really it i was really only putting down some of the more important points because yeah he did like you said he mentioned biden by name (laughs) probably like (laughs) 20 times yeah give or take could wait it could be even more than that you know but that's the thing that's the difference like between the two speeches was that you know he mentioned biden's name like crazy and Biden mentioned him like, well, like three, like not by name, but like yeah, not even never said his name, time. but he said like the current president, the occupant in the White House, and it, even then it might have been three or four times if you count that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas Trump, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, he was, and his speech was long too. Uh, for anyone that hasn't seen the speech, the speech for Trump is like seventy minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like or maybe like hour fourteen, something like that. Yeah, it's it's. A long one. Biden's was about 23 minutes, about that, 20, 20, between like 20, 25. like 24 or something like that. So, a big difference, almost like an hour's difference, hour's worth of a difference. Big part of Trump's was just going over his accomplishments in office. That that took up a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, obviously, Biden was just going over what he's going to do. Yeah. I do remember um, the ISIS thing, though. That was big because the guys, they were causing a lot of stuff over there, and, and they finally got them. Yep. Which, that was big. And you also mentioned the uh, the general they killed. I forget. Yes. Soleimani, I think. Yeah, Soleimani. Yeah, that guy. What I heard so many the stories about that guy. Brutal. He was brutal, man. He was a brutal general. Oh, yeah. Oh, that that's what started the the year. Yeah, was the World War Three fears. Yeah, then it was the wildfires. But a lot of it, you know, it's just a lot of it comes from like obviously it was like military accomplishments, like getting that guy, you know, getting Suleimani and getting the ISIS guy. You know, it's like 
I think, well, Suleimani was, was Suleimani ISIS guy or was it, or he was just one of the generals? No, he was, um, general from, um, was it Iraq? Iran? Iran, Iran, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it was from Iran. Got you, got you. Because I was like, I couldn't, couldn't think <laughs> couldn't if it place was. place it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, he, he has a hefty amount of stuff that he talked about compared to Biden's. Because Biden's was like, kind of like summed it up a little bit. And then Trump's was just like, this is the list. This is what I'm going to go through. This list, these accomplishments that I accomplished in office, blah, 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 blah. You know, obviously he, you know, the, during his, you know, tenure, the, Economy was going pretty good, you know, steadily grow. you know, the unemployment rate was like, like 2%. It was very, very low. And then obviously with the pandemic hit, it just went. Yeah, everything went. Yeah. Which, I mean, that that's where I'll defend him a little bit. You c- couldn't really help that. Obviously, they could have had a faster response and everything. It would have helped a little yeah. bit. But once it got that bad, there was nothing could do besides shut down. Yeah. So we can't really... It's unfortunate. I mean, they, you know, it's tough because a virus is an invisible enemy. You can't tell where it is. If you could, you, you definitely could stop it, of course. But with this, you just, it's impossible. Yeah. Viruses are just very hard to control. And, you know, as contagious as this is... You know, it's some. You know, that's why there's so many cases worldwide, and even cases here. You know, so uh, it's just a very tough situation, and something that a lot of presidents couldn't, can't really. It's impossible to avoid. You know, think about you know Woodrow Wilson. He was president during the you know Spanish flu. Think about how he felt during that whole time. Let's ask him. I'll call him up and have him. <laughs> But anything else you really want to say about Trump's speech? Oh, no, it was a very long speech. But, you know, he basically went, did a lot of tooting his own horn. <laughs> yeah, and he did a lot of uh, accomplishments, like we said. And um, some were rude accomplishments, though. But, they, you know, some were, you know, you got these some of these evil people out of this world, like Suleimani. And he talked about his criminal justice reform, stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't say, like, Trump's all that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's done some good things. He has, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit that as well. He has he has done some good things. Oh, man. It's, it's just how he presents himself is the, the, the main only thing. The only thing is I just wish he, like, better present. Like, you know, that's the negative thing I will say with him is that I just wish he just The better, biggest negative thing, I should say. Yeah. I just wish he was just more better with his approach with it. Than anything else, it's just his approach to when delivering a topic of hand sometimes can get a little, I wouldn't say overboard, but just too, um, like, not thought out properly, you know? Yeah, like so when, whole, when you're a leader of a country, you're the face of yeah, that country. Yeah, you want to set the example, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'll take this example for all you, for the listeners, when he was talking about the the injecting bleach. <laughs> yeah, like, like come on. Uh, like, okay, like, uh, like, listen, like, I get, you know, I get it was just trying to be a little, uh, I don't know if it was just for, just for a joke or something like that, because he, he has yeah, he that. kind of serious when I know, he said it. I know, but that's what I'm saying is, you know, yes, I know Trump's got that. And he looked, at one, he looked at one of his scientists and Dr. she was Burks. like, 
Dr. Burks was like, oh, man, oh, man. What do I do? I'm like, what do I do do in this situation? Um, Yeah, so there are some things that I just wish he was better with approaching-wise. Well, also, we got to mention our great old social media pal, Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, yeah, that's the thing, though, too, is that, you know... (laughs) I would think, you know, for for presidents and stuff like that, like, I would think, like, okay, you know, some people would just have, like, their man, like, you know, their people that, you know, their uh, PR staff to, like, control the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Because I know, I think that's what probably Obama did, and I'm sure, like... What most did since... Most most did since, you know... The inception of it. Yeah. But he, you know, (laughs) he expresses a lot of his thoughts on there, which is... Yes, it's it's like it's fifty fifty. It's good, but it's also bad because if you say something or do something, you retweet like, or you tweet, it's say, gonna backfire on you. Say Obama that when he was president, or um, or now Biden, say he gets elected, but they do it not in a we'll say talking crap kind of way. Mm-hmm. That could be good. But whereas just calling people names, calling people out, stuff like that, you know, the stuff he does on Twitter, it's not the best. It's the, yeah. Like I said, it's the approach to things that if he does get reelected, that's that's one thing that you should focus on is the approach. Like, yes, he has some good ideas. He He does have good ideas. It's just a matter of approaching the ideas and talking about the ideas. Agreed. Definitely agreed. Because, yeah, I don't disagree with everything. I mean, most, but not everything that he's done or wants to do or plans to do. But, I don't know, the the way way he leads, I just, I can't, I definitely, I can't support the man. I respect him. I just, I just want, you know, somebody that can, you know, could be him, maybe he can... Realize some things, you know, but I know. Don't think that's going to happen. I know. that's a, It's a stretch. It's a stretch. But I would just like to have somebody, and I'm not saying Biden here because I'm not, I don't favor any party, but I just want to have somebody that, you know, takes pride as a strong leader and, like, just has, you know, all the steel, I guess you could say. Very, just to the point, very, you know, very strong. Here, strong mentally and just knows what to do in situations that present themselves. Yeah, so. All right, well, that'll be it about Trump's speech. Um, yeah, it, it was something. <laughs> yeah. So this, we'll continue with our election coverage. Next up will most likely be uh, the debates. Which I we are looking forward to because this this is going to be one of the most interesting and probably the one of the most watched debates in a very oh, very yeah. long time. And yeah, we're so we're a week late to this. We just didn't want to have two election episodes right after each other. Yeah, we just didn't want to kind like, of wanted to split it up a little yeah, bit. We just didn't want to overlap it. So like you know, it would just be like one on top of the other. We wanted to kind of space it out a little bit. Yeah, think of our thoughts and then deliver it to you guys. But um, like we mentioned in, mentioned in the beginning, um, we are doing video versions now over on our YouTube TNT podcast. Uh, make sure you guys go check that out because we'll be doing a bunch of gaming. I'm sure we'll be live streaming, 
We'll be doing a bunch of different stuff. Reactions to different videos, stuff like that. And if you guys wanted to throw out some recommendations to what to watch let and us have know. us react, just let us know. I mean, I because I know on one of our socials. Yeah, because I know you guys have some great videos to share and uh, for us to react to. So uh, definitely share them. Agreed. All right. It's with that said. We'll leave this episode episode off there. Alrighty. Peace, guys.